family life can be both rewarding and frustrating. That is why we are here to strengthen families with quality information and support to meet the many challenges they face. Welcome to In Support of Families. Parents all over the world have been through the same trials that you are facing. Your host, Emmalou Penrod, is here to help with valuable parenting tips for a happy, orderly home. to introduce you to Laura Cooley. She is a rock star wife and mother. Laura, welcome. Thank you so much, Emily. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I know that while you're married, you, you're married now, but you raised your children on your own. Is that right? Yes, for many years. And I'll tell you, uh, Single parenthood is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> no, it There's is There's a lot not. that goes into it. <laughs> yes, I, my, I have great admiration for those valiant people who had to raise children by themselves. But you did something I really admire and want to hear more about. You didn't just raise them by yourself. You traveled. Yes, yes, we did. Um, it was very intimidating um, at first, but, uh, you know, a little background. My mom was born and raised in Panama, and she uh, came up to the States, up to West New York, when she was 12. And um, she always told me that the most beautiful place in the world was Costa Rica. And that stuck with me. Now, I mean, at the time, I didn't realize that she really hadn't traveled the world, but I mean, Costa Rica is one of the most beautiful places, but that stuck with me. And, you know, when you're, when you're a single parent, um, we originally came from Jersey and we moved out to Idaho and it's very different. It is, Jersey is a huge melting pot, a lot of diversity, a lot of um, just different cultures, and, you know, people don't look the same. When we came to Idaho, it was, to me, kind of very ultra-homogenized. There, there was no diversity, there was no, I mean, everybody kind of looked the same, you know, from the standpoint of, yeah, you had a different hair color and eye color, but just not the diversity. So... I really didn't want my kids to miss out on that. And um, I wanted to kind of teach them the things that I learned kind of organically, like just people are the same. And we want the same things deep down to our core. You know, we, we want to be loved. We want to be accepted. We want to not live in fear. And, and we want to have food and shelter. We smile in the same language, you know, even though there are language barriers. Um, and I couldn't, you can't really tell kids and they absorb it all the time. Sometimes they have to be immersed in that. And I was immersed in that. So I just kind of learned it organically. And I didn't realize that, you know, my kids aren't going to learn what I learned. And I thought that that was a very, very important thing for them to learn. And so I really did not have two nickels to, to rub together at that point. I'm not kidding when I say I was making $8 and 50 cents an hour and, uh, barely making, you know, ends meet. Um, not that my kids knew it at the time. I, you know, I, I played a pretty good game there, not letting them know. Um, but I remember, you know, reading a book by Randy Posh that it was the last lecture. And what I got from that book, uh, other people will probably get other things, but what I got for that, from that book was 
live life for the now, in, in the moment, because you're not guaranteed a tomorrow. And that all of a sudden brought me back to my mom's words of Costa Rica is the most beautiful place. And I'm like, well, people do things differently in Costa Rica. Maybe I should expose them to Costa Rica. And I was sitting at my kitchen counter and I, the boys were playing with their neighbors right in the other room. We had a big open area um, and they were playing Legos on the floor and I'm watching them play and I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take them to Costa Rica. I'm going to show them the world because they don't see it here. And I remember going online, Travelocity, when I clicked that purchase ticket, I panicked. I'm like, two weeks, Costa Rica, and I'm making $8.50 an hour. What the heck did I just do? Um, but I really believed in it. And I'm like, it's, it's going to happen. I'm, we're just going to have to make it happen. And one thing I can tell you over the years now, because obviously that was many years ago, is that when you put out that intention and you work towards that intention, things fall in place. Things just happen. The universe works with you, I guess you could say. How old were you boys at that time? Um, my youngest at that point, I think my youngest was 10, 11 years old. My oldest was 12, 13. Okay. Okay. So they weren't they weren't itty bitty, but they're old they're old enough to experience and remember you know oh, yeah. that type of thing. And so we went to Costa Rica, and I let them choose the itinerary. And they I'm terrified of heights, so of course they pick things like zip lining through the rainforest and rappelling off of waterfalls and everything. That I was completely terrified, like white knuckled got the wawongs you know i'm like i'm gonna die i've taken my kids somewhere we're gonna die um but we had the most amazing time and what they learned from that trip stuck with them and actually propelled us to do obviously more trips i mean my boys now are like 23 and 25 and I just went on vacation with my youngest one last year. My oldest one couldn't join us to Cambodia. So we still continue to go on trips. Um, but we learned how amazing people are. We had instances where complete strangers just came up and helped us out of the blue from every country you can imagine. I mean, some things, you know, as a single mom traveling with two young boys for the first time out of the country is very nerve wracking. And um, there was a lot, and I, I didn't speak Spanish. So, I mean, you know, hola, you know, um, <laughs> you know, just como esta. That was pretty much it. So I, my, my charades game was on point, um, and, but we made it work. And the kids, I took them to different places. I took them, we stayed in hostels, and we stayed in, you know, five-star resorts so they could kind of see both worlds. I took them to you know, areas that we would consider very impoverished. Well, they were actually really impoverished, but they had like, like bars on their windows and things like that. I mean, the, they saw poverty that we don't necessarily have here. I mean, we have poverty here, but when you go to other countries and see the poverty there, it's staggering. Um, it, it, it's, it's just heart wrenching. And so that was the beginning of our trip and we've gone so many places and that particular trip we did not 
give back to that community just because I, it didn't even enter my mind. It was the very first trip and I wasn't sure what I was doing. But once we saw that poverty and that level of need, we incorporated that with every trip we did. We're like, okay, what do we want to do this trip that gives back to where we're going? And um, in Peru, the, one of the trips we went to was Machu Picchu and, and Peru, the whole Cusco area and the, you know, the floating islands. And we, um, we met with the, uh, an orphanage, uh, the head of an orphanage, a boy's orphanage. And he took us over, I guess, to the black market of Argentina. And we bought all these games and books and everything. And we spent the day playing with these kids and we gave them all these things to, to help. And, and it just, it, it, it makes our kids realize what they have, even though as sing, I mean, as a single parent, they didn't have the greatest and latest of every single thing, you know, but they had their needs met. They had some of their wants. Um, they had a bed, they had a pillow, you know, these are things that we take for granted that other kids just don't have. And so they became more grateful. And before you know it, they started doing things. They started saying, well, let's do this. That was their idea for a give back. You know, my, my older one, when he was at college, he would take, you know, um, homeless people that were on the street. He's like, you know, come to McDonald's or come to Red Robin or wherever. He's like, let me buy you dinner, you know, um, things like that. My, my younger one, he, uh, He's actually helping with um, an effort in Kenya right now. And also, um, he is the reason that we were supposed to be going to Madagascar this year, but we're not, thanks COVID. We'll move that next year. But he, for Christmas this past year, he actually sponsored a little girl in Madagascar for me. And the letter that he wrote me at Christmas was, it brought tears to my eyes because he's like, you gave us the world, you showed us the world, and you taught us compassion. And very often, we just, we question a lot of what we do parenting-wise. Are we doing the right things? Are we, you know, giving them enough? Are we enough as parents? You know, I mean, how many times do we feel as a parent that we're a fraud? <laughs> we're like, I should have had a test to become a parent because I'm not qualified, you know? <laughs> I think that's especially true of single parents. You know, two parents, you can tag team, but it's all on you. You're the provider, the nurturer, the everything. It's very common to see, to feel like you're missing and not good enough. But what a tribute to you. I love that, that your son wrote, you showed us the world and taught us compassion. That is huge. It was huge. I mean, that I was like jazz hands. I was, I was like that to me, that was such a parenting win because, you know, I mean, as parents, I mean, at least with myself, I, I'm sure I'm not alone. There were many nights I went to bed like fighting tears because I'm like, I wish I did this better. I wish I could give them this. I wish I could show them this. I wish I, you know, um, I wish we had a nicer house or I wish we had a better car. And, and those things are, they're great but really they don't matter as much as the time spent, the example set, um, and 
you know, focusing on what's really important in this world, which is, you know, I mean, I'm a big one when it comes, I'm, you know, the, my husband now, he's like, you're such a bleeding heart. And I, and I am because I really do feel like in our purpose as, as people, we're all navigating this crazy thing called life together. And one of our purposes is just kind of make the road a, a little easier for someone else. And so it really makes me smile to know that they're doing that, that they're, they're moving forward in that direction as adults. And I just am happy that it, the experiences that we had um, did what I hoped that they would do. And that is make them realize that we're all the same and that we here in America or the U.S., I should say, we won the birth lottery. But that doesn't make people in other countries any less deserving. They need a bed. They deserve a bed. They deserve food. They deserve to not be afraid. And, you know, I'm very happy that my kids are the compassionate, caring people that they have turned out to be. And I love that you're still planning more trips. You're still, even though your sons are adults, and they will carry on this legacy and you made, you said something really profound, you know, how, do you really remember the furniture in the house when you grew up or the kind of car you had or, no, you said it's the time spent and the examples set. That's what matters. And that's what you remembered about your mom, Costa Rico, and that made you want to go there. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. And, you know, I think, um, you know, I, th I think it was Maya Angelou, and I, I, I hope I'm not misquoting, but she said something like, people won't forget how you made them feel. And that's really what I've been trying to instill in my kids. You know, how do you make people feel? How do you, you know, help those who maybe due to whatever circumstance aren't as fortunate as they are? And so it really is, like I said, you know, right now, um, my younger son, he's helping, um, uh, helping with Lydia and the girls and that whole, you know, um, Kenya, that whole effort, that whole effort that she's putting together. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. And, um, oh, it's, it has been, it's been a wonderful to see, to see it. And, you know, and he actually, he actually told Lydia, um, you know, he and his significant other, his fiance told Lydia, now don't tell because we don't want, you know, we don't want me to know that they did this because they didn't want to think that they were doing it for praise. And I'm like, but of course, Lydia, she's like, oh, it's so great. Look at that. And she was so great. But I was, I was like, I'm so glad I know. Because not only are they people, not only are they turning into people that I love, of course, but I genuinely like, I genuinely like who they are. And, um, and I just am like very blessed that, um, it's turned, turned out the way it has. Yes, indeed. How rewarding, you know, as parents, we want, our, of course, we want our children to be happy, but I think, you know, that living the way they do, your sons will be happy. They will. I, I think when you're giving, you know, it comes back to you and that's the way to be happy is to serve others and you know you're absolutely right in fact i've i've got to say 
So is to touch on what you said, when you're giving, it comes back to you. And I've heard that before, but I've not actually like, I've, let's just say I've really experienced it this year. So I stepped up my giving a little bit. Um, and it's, it's coming from more of a place of, of lack versus abundance. I don't have all this extra money or, and, and I remember thinking, well, you know, there's so much need right now because of COVID. So it obviously it's affecting, it's affecting the U S but other countries, they don't have like Medicaid or stimulus checks or, um, you know, any yeah. government assistance whatsoever. They just don't have it. If you don't work, you don't eat. And so I've been like, you know, in my life kind of robbing Peter to pay Paul. It's like, okay, I don't have to pay the electric bill right now. I can give it to, you know, this little group or that little group. And, and, mostly it's people that I have met. So from Cambodia or other countries. Um, but what I've noticed, and I've, I've told this to my kids, cause I'm like, to me, I'm, I'm, I'm still learning, you know, here I am like as old as I am, I'm still learning. So by doing that, I've recognized that there is money coming back to me more than I've given from unexpected places. All of a sudden I will get a bonus wow. at work or all of a sudden, I mean, there's just things that haven't, it hasn't been like that. And ever since I've bumped up my giving, not expecting, you know, not expecting stuff coming back, I'm noticing it come back more than, I mean, like double of what it, so then I'm like, Oh, let me give more. <laughs> and so, but I, you know, and I, and so the, the, you're right. Um, it does come back to you. And I've told my kids that, and I know that, they, you know, I know that they believe it. Um, and so it's, it's been very rewarding and meeting all these wonderful people. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And you know, the other heartwarming thing is you don't have to teach your, your, your children tolerance or acceptance of others. I mean, make a con you did it with all of this. It sounds like they love everybody. You don't have to worry that they're going <laughs> to you know, be, be unfair to someone who's different. Because you've taught them this passion. Well, and, you know, I, I, I appreciate that. Um, and, yes, I do feel that. And, it, again, it's kind of like an organic thing. Um, I really feel mm -hmm. that people, like there's, there's anger or hatred or inequality because we don't understand. Um, yeah. And so there's a fear, yeah. there's a fear when you don't understand something, there's a fear about it. And, and that, and a distrust. Exactly. Exactly. Cause you just don't understand. You just don't know. Um, and so when you go to different places and when you experience different cultures and you realize just how alike we really are, um, it is, it does. It, it kind of breaks, it demystifies it. And so then all of a sudden you're like, oh, you know what? <laughs> they are like me. They may look different. They may act different, but really they're like me. And so, yes, my kids are very tolerant and they just, they're just accepting. They're just very accepting, which makes me proud. Right. Which is something we certainly need more of right <laughs> now. Just more love, more compassion, more acceptance. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. Laura, I applaud you. 
you have been an outstanding example of making it happen, of raising your children to be compassionate human beings. Well, thank you so much, Emily. I appreciate it. And I encourage everyone out there to, you know, step out of the comfort zone a little bit because it was, it was definitely out of my comfort zone. Step out of the comfort zone and make some fantastic memories with your kids. Even if you're on a shoestring budget, you can do it. You can make it happen. And you're an example. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you for taking your time to tell us your story. And you, I guess people can check your Facebook page. You probably have pictures. and I do. I do. And if anybody has any questions or wants any tips, um, you know, feel free to reach out to me. Just saying, how did yeah. you do it? Yep, yep. Or tell me again about it does work <laughs> I know, out. <laughs> I know, especially teenage years. Trust me, it does work out. They become your favorite people again. It really does. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. What a way to bond. Well, Laura, you have a great day. Thank Thanks you. so much, and I appreciate this. Thanks for listening. I started this podcast with the goal of providing useful information to parents and families. I'd like to know how I'm doing. Please like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using, and then go to my website, hypnosis4motivation.com. Leave a comment and let me know what your greatest challenges are. Are there topics you'd like to learn more about that we haven't covered yet? How can we help meet your needs as a family member? Do you have a story to share that would help others? Reach out to me at hypnosisformotivation.com. Use a number four. I'd love to hear from you.